on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! (laughs) You know, I hope you're having a fantastic holiday season. If you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever else, I hope you had a very happy holiday. Um, I honestly was not planning on doing an episode this Saturday, actually, because my school is on break. I'll be on break for the next two weeks. But then I was like, you know what? No, Garden of Eden is every Saturday at 10 a.m. So I, until I graduate high school, I will not break that promise. So here we are. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, 2020 and how crazy this year was, and then maybe I'll do some uh, New Year's resolutions. I think that could be kind of fun. I think I actually did that last year. I wonder what my New Year's resolutions were. Did I do that? I think, I believe I did, but anyway, so it might, it might be a little bit of a short one, but also fun to look back on, talking about probably the craziest year I've ever experienced. 2020 was pretty dang relentless, uh, I think we can all agree. I mean, we started out with the impeachment inquiry um, against Donald Trump, which was in January of 2020. That feels so long ago. And then we hit COVID mostly in March. And that was, yeah, I think that that brought on so many, so many crazy things that it made 2020 feel so long and so short at the same time. Um, we had the recession in 2020, the economic recession. I I don't even know what else. What else did COVID bring on? Um, social distancing and not being able to see our loved ones, especially over the holidays. That has been really weird. Not being able to see loved ones over Thanksgiving and Christmas, unless you count over Zoom. Um, I celebrated my 17th birthday in quarantine and honestly, it's interesting because way back in July, um, when I was turning 17, we were like, ugh, it, it stinks. Also, I had a friend who had a birthday in May. That was even uh, weirder because when, when we had her birthday, we were all like, gosh, it just stinks for the people who have birthdays right now because they have to have them in quarantine. And then when I had my birthday, it was like, yeah, gosh, I'm one of the unlucky birthdays too. But now we're going to have, we we might... Yeah, we might go a full year of having, like, social distancing and quarantine. We probably will. Because first, very, very, very first cases was, what, late January? So, it's really, everybody had to experience a COVID birthday, which is, it's just funny that at the beginning we were like, ugh, it's so hard for these few people who have birthdays. But it turned out to be everybody. <laughs> um, I don't even know what else happened in 2020. Now I've experienced two versions of online school. I had my end of junior year online and that was when everybody was kind of adjusting to the online format. So I would say it's a million times better this year. I honestly think that my school district is doing a pretty great job with the online format. Given the circumstances, I think they're making adjustments as needed. The schedule accommodates. It, it, I I would say that I don't really know how it could be too much better. It's obviously not optimal because we're not in person. But 
moving into 2021, there that might be a, more of a thing. Like, right now, there can be a couple of kids in the radio station at a time a few days a week. And moving into the new year, um, hopefully, we can get a few more kids in the station. Uh, I'm not sure what's exactly what's happening with that. And I probably, I don't want to say too much if I'm not supposed to. Ooh, so secretive. Um, but hopefully, we'll be getting some actual live radio from a bunch of different kids in the program if we can get in person. And that will be fabulous. It would also be nice to finish out my senior year not online. But we will we will have to see because I understand the safety risks of being in person. And I would always obviously want to prioritize safety over anything. But I think if we were if we were in person, I would obviously be modified. And I think it would be safe enough. I don't know, my dad was talking the other day about how there are studies that show that there are aren't that many COVID infection rates when there's in-person school when proper guidelines are followed. I'm not sure. I don't want to speak too much on something that I know nothing about. Um, and oh, something else I wanted to do, because 2020 was such a drag overall, I wanted to discuss a few things that were good in 2020 because I am one privileged, privileged gal and a lot of good things happened in 2020. I mean, I've spoken a bit in the past on my show about how I'm easily occupied by myself. I don't, I can be social and I can be really introverted. So I know how to kill time. And so I think I was one of the few people that benefited in certain ways from quarantine. Wow, look at me being like, I benefited from this horrible, horrible time that everybody had to go through. I'm not, I'm not trying to be buggy. I'm just recognizing my privilege in this odd, odd time that was so hard for, or so much harder for other people than it was for me. But I really made use of the time, which I'm really happy about. I feel like I completed a lot of projects that I'm really proud of, including my, I made an entire episode about how I wrote a children's book. And then I read the children's book as well. And I worked a bit more on that and ended up doing this print run as a part of a separate project where a bunch of copies got printed and sent to these mental health clinics um, in the United States or across the United States. And so that was super cool. That, That project I was really, really proud of. I edited some videos. I've been doing lots of work for 88.9, the radio station you're listening to right now, and that has been fabulous. I honestly... I don't know what I would have done without radio during quarantine, early end of my junior year, beginning of my senior year, because it's just been amazing. The experience that I've had, like, I cannot express. Ugh, that, that's, that's a topic for another time, how much I've benefited from radio. But yeah, I've, I've been so happy that I've been able to keep up my show as well. I love doing Garden of Eden, and my friends and I have found ways to still see each other, even if it's social distanced. Um, We got to work a little bit in this office space that was in my friend's dad's building that wasn't being used because it couldn't be leased because of COVID. So we got to work a lot for school in there and that was awesome, awesome. Oh, you know, this is something else fun to talk about. I read a lot more in 2020 than I have 
ever before. You know, I've never really been that big of a reader and it's always been something that I've wanted to do and never taken the time to do. Does that make sense? I feel like reading is just such a beneficial thing that I have always taken for granted. Uh, and every time I read a book that is just really good, I remember I'm like, dang, I should do this more. This is so worth it. That sounds kind of stupid, I know, but I'm going to log into my Goodreads right now and read some of the books that I read in 2020 that I would recommend. I think that these are mostly books that I read starting in March, I would say. I'm not sure, but I recently read Little Fires Everywhere, um, and that one is, I, I know that that one's very acclaimed. That one has been recommended to me a ton of times, and I, I really, really liked it. Um, I read Americana. That, that book is another one that I had been meaning to read. A bunch of my friends had recommended it. It's about this Nigerian woman who, it's, the timeline is kind of split up and it's, it's formatted in a really interesting way and it talks about her experience in the United States as an immigrant and how the cultural differences, like, impacted her and what it means to be African in America rather than being African-American. I don't know. Super, super interesting read. I highly recommend Americana. I read Where'd You Go, Bernadette? That was, that was a fabulous one. And it's set in Seattle. And so it was really fun hearing the, like, niche Seattle references that the book had and being like, oh my gosh, I know that street. I know that shop. I know what they're talking about. I found that to be really fun. You know, I actually, I wanted to try to reach out to the author of that book to see if I could get an interview for my show. But I think it might be a little bit of a stretch. But go big or go home, am I right? Oh, this was a really, I read um, Daisy Jones and the Six. That book was fabulous. It's about this band and their road to like forming and how they became famous. And it's loosely based off of the story of Fleetwood Mac and how they came to be. But what's funny is I went into the book about this band thinking that Daisy Jones and the Six was a real band, which was Okay, that, that's kind of stupid of me. I don't know why I thought that. But then they were talking about these songs that they had written and these the beautiful tune of the song and how, what the lyrics meant and all of that. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look up these songs and listen to some of them. And I looked it up and all I could find was the book. And I was like, why can I only find the book? Where's the band? It was not a real band. And I just thought it was when I was reading the book. Kind of disappointing and kind of stupid on my part. Anyway, sorry, that's, <laughs> why did I think that? Why did I think it was a real band when I was reading it? I'm only going to name a few more of the books that I read because I, I don't know if this is, is it boring to hear me talk about the books that I've read? Um, OMG, I'll Give You the Sun was fabulous. It's about these two siblings who are twins and their experiences and it's kind of like a coming of age story. I know, I know it sounds cheesy, sounds cheesy, but trust me. It is very, very good. That one was one of those books that you don't, you like don't want to put down. And then it was also one of those books where when you finish, you're, you're really sad that it's over. And then last one, even though I'm looking at this list and I want to talk about all of them, but I'm not gonna, is The Glass Castle. Um, that, The Glass Castle is this memoir, um, by Jeanette Walls and her life is just crazy. It, it's crazy. It's about, basically her early life and having these really eccentric parents and being homeless but at the same time 
she was young and not fully mature yet, so she didn't really understand what homelessness meant. And it's it's a really beautiful story. It's very funny. Uh, I loved that one. I love that. Um, yeah, I want to talk about all these, but I'm not gonna. Wow, who, who knew that this would turn into Eden's book review, but it did. Sorry. But a good transition is to talk about my New Year's resolutions because one of my biggest ones is to read more. I love... Like, the best, I think the best feeling to me is when you're talking to someone and you guys have read the same book and then you figure it out and you can kind of bond over the book and get really excited about it and talk about it. And I feel like there just aren't enough books that I can do that with that I want to because the experiences that I do have when I can be like, oh my gosh, you've read that too, are just so rewarding and exciting. It's it's so fun. And also my friends are huge readers and so it's always fun to get recommendations from them and there's just and my parents are huge readers too and they're always bringing up books that I should read and I'm always like yeah I should read that I want to read that and then I never do so that's my biggest probably one of my biggest new year's resolutions is read more um I'm reading the lucifer effect for psychology right now and I'm also reading 1984 over break for my literature class so those are my first two books those will be my first two books of 2021. Ah, how crazy that it's going to be 2021, the year that I graduate. Can you believe that? I'm class of 2021. I'm going to I'm going to be graduating. Can you believe it? I, Eden Voss. That doesn't seem right. I shouldn't I I should not be allowed to graduate. I'm still like a middle schooler at heart. What the heck? But anyway, um so yes, I would like to read more moving into the new year. I don't know. What else are my goals? I would like to see a lot more projects through to the end. I have all these ideas and I, I don't know. I want to take them from start to finish because what a satisfying thing that is to be able to bundle up a project and look back at it and be like, I did that. So that's something. And especially with art, I feel like for some reason, because of all the schoolwork that I've been doing and school-related projects, I haven't taken the time to, like, draw and paint and sew as much as I used to. So moving into the new year, I really want to build on those skills. I think that would be another great thing to do. And I want to write more. That's kind of an odd one, but I've been journaling pretty consistently throughout quarantine, and I've, I've absolutely loved that, and it's so satisfying to be able to look back on all of your journals. It's also so odd to read them because even if it's only been two months, you read the, like, problem that you were complaining about two months ago, and you're like, wow, that was so insignificant, but it was so significant to me back then. So, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy the archive that journaling provides you with. I want to get better at creative writing. I'm all right at writing essays on books and, like, thematic essays, analytical essays, but I mean more writing that's fun. Well, no, okay, that's not what I mean. I know that some people might think that's really fun. But I want to get more into writing that is separated from academics and assignments. I I think it's such a skill to be able to write in a really entertaining and vivid and beautiful way. And even this kind of ties to reading. I think reading makes you, well, I, I know that reading makes you a better writer. And it, it grows your vocabulary. There's this tool on Kindle. I read on, I got a Kindle Paperwhite for my birthday. I love it. And there's this tool on Kindle where you can hold down on words and it will define them. 
And I found myself like bringing these words into my vocabulary that I learn from the books that I read. And I love that. I, I love feeling like I have the perfect word for everything that I say, which isn't, isn't very often, but when it is, it's such a satisfying thing. And I think it's just hearing someone speak who has an eloquent vocabulary that just sounds very organic, but also so polished. I think, oh my gosh, what a treat. What a treat. Those people are so special. And, uh yeah, sorry, I don't even remember, what was that, well, that was such a tangent, I don't even know where I got that from. Well, I got that from my New Year's resolution of wanting to write more, and then being a better writer because of, of, like, reading more. Anyway, getting back on track, last thing that I'll say is my, is that my fourth New Year's resolution? Why can't I keep track of this? This is, <laughs> this is so sad, <laughs> but, um, my last New Year's resolution is to move my body more, I don't want to be super ambitious and be like, I want to run every day because I know that that's just unrealistic for me, but especially because of quarantine canceling sports, sports takes away that structure that I used to get that used to be like, okay, you have practice today, so you have to work out. You have no choice. And leaving, it's motivating myself to exercise on my own time free of those sports it has been, has proven to be very difficult. And even if it's just getting up in the morning and doing five minutes of yoga stretches or doing my mom's New York Times like six minute workouts that she does or walking around the block, just moving my body and exercising because it always makes me feel better and I know that I'm one of those people who's built to move and I quite frankly don't think I have been moving enough and we live in the beautiful, well I don't know where you live, whoever's listening, but I assume most of, of the people listening right now live in the beautiful, beautiful Pacific Northwest that I don't take advantage of enough. They are, I am like 20 minutes away from the closest hike or less if you count like a nature walk as a hike. I have access to the arguably the most beautiful hikes in the, in the entire United States or among, okay, among the most beautiful in the United States. And it's, it's right at my fingertips. So yeah, okay, more of the story. I want to move my body more, get outside more in the new year. And honestly, it's just an exciting thing to be able to wipe this slate clean. I mean, it, it will be 2021 and we can put the disastrous year that was 2020 in, we can put it in a box, put the lid on, shove it under our beds and just, just forget. We can forget that it ever happened. So, so yeah, what, what an awesome thing. We get a fresh start and I am very, very excited for that because 2021, it, it will be an awesome year. I can feel it because it has to be, it has to be an awesome year. And yeah, I don't think, I don't think much will actually be changing, but our mindsets will all be like, yes, this is our year. Please make this good. Please make this good. Uh, And so I'm really, really excited to see all that it has in store for everybody. It's not like there's going to be a second pandemic. Well, I don't want to speak too soon. This is, okay, (laughs) I think that this is a good place for me to end off this episode. My 2020 reflections on Garden of Eden, which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m. on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you in the new